I haven't even started yet. <laughs> the screaming should come after. Um, kind of a, uh, to me, a bit of a humor, there's always a little bit of humor that, that it seems present in the gospel. Um, and today, to me, it seems initially a, a bit humorous that here is this blind man, uh, you know, calling out uh, to Jesus. Uh, he comes to Jesus. They bring him to Jesus because, you know, he's blind, so they have to bring him to Jesus. And the Lord says, well, what do you want me to do for you? Oh, I don't know. Fix my acne? I, you know, <laughs> my thinning hair? <laughs> Um, I want to see. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? It's just interesting that Jesus asks him. Well, let's go back and consider the life of Bartimaeus, the, the blind man, that um, being blind, of course, he couldn't work. Being blind because he, and, and then not being able to work, he also probably really wouldn't be able to have a family because they would rely on him uh, to be able to, well, do what a man needed to do in those days, and he couldn't do it. So, you know, he's on the roadside alone begging for everything that he can get. There's no social services, so he relies, of course, on the graciousness of others. And this is his life, sitting by the roadside begging. That's his life. It's, it's pretty stark. It's pretty awful, actually. And no doubt that uh, with his frequent begging, just as people are walking by, not knowing who it is, as they walk by, he's, he's calling out to everyone. I mean, certainly he can hear, you know, if names are said or if conversation is happening, but he's calling out to everyone, and, you know, they're probably getting, over the years, a bit annoyed at the people begging because they just keep begging, keep asking, keep asking. And so when he begins to cry out, he hears, you know, Jesus is coming by, and he's crying out again. They're, they're shushing him because, you know, that's probably what they've done. Furthermore, or over the previous years, furthermore, there still would have been this sort of bias against people who were suffering like that, that it was believed that, somebody who was suffering like that deserved it, right? So we can't forget that element here, that people believe sort of everything came from God, including the suffering, and therefore the suffering was warranted. He deserved it. You deserve to be on the roadside begging. You did something, your, your parents did some, something in your lineage, but you deserve it. God is giving you a fitting punishment. It's just kind of the way they saw God's providence. That's, of course, overturned, especially with Jesus, and particularly in these kinds of moments. So they wouldn't really see the blind man as one who ought to even have the ability to be healed. And this is why the healings often talk about sins being forgiven. Right? So somebody is healed and Jesus says, your sins are forgiven you which is another proof that he is God because he's unbinding not just the curse from sin, but the sin itself. 
He's more powerful than just the physical ailment. He's also more powerful than sin. Okay, so Bartimaeus, the blind man. Why did Jesus ask him what he wanted? Why did Jesus ask him, what can I do for you? It's not because Jesus didn't know. It's not because it wasn't obvious. It's because Jesus wanted to make sure Bartimaeus knew what he needed. He needed to be sure that what he was asking for was what ought to be granted. People ask for things from God all the time. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Janice Joplin. Um, you know, God isn't particularly concerned about that stuff. He knows what we need. He knows the healing we need. But he also wants us to know the healing we need. He also wants us to arrive at that self-knowledge. And part of the way that, that you arrive at that self-knowledge is through creating a space for God to fill. It's creating an emptiness within yourself. And Bartimaeus, of course, I mean, how much more emptied out could you be? But even a, even a blind man might be blind to what he really needs. Second point about this. So Bartimaeus needed to know what he needed from Jesus. But the healing then leads Bartimaeus to be a disciple, right? Because we're told immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. So not only did receiving sight allow him to, to sort of re-enter society and, and potentially have sort of a normal life, it was even greater than that, that the healing of his blindness allowed him now to truly follow Jesus Christ, right? So the healing wasn't just for himself, but the healing was something that he could also give out, that it could extend beyond himself. He could share it with others. And this, of course, leads to ourselves. We're all in need of healing. We're all in need of sort of repetitive healing over and over. I mean, sometimes the things that we think are healed within ourselves are not healed, right? Sometimes they need healing over and over and over. Sometimes we think we're healed of something and then it comes back. And we think, what happened? How is this back? And we need to be healed again and again. But first, we must open up that space for God to dwell so that we might arrive at the self-knowledge of what we need. And to do that, of course, one of the greatest ways is prayer. And one of the prayers that comes from this scripture passage is the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And it's uh, particularly uh, prayed in the Eastern Church um, as a almost a mantra, really, slowly prayed with breathing as a person opens themselves up more and more to God's will and to what God might say. 
And so the question for you today, I guess, for each of us is what do you need to be healed of? What is it that you need healing of? What, if Jesus came to you now and said, what can I do for you? Would you know? Would you know? Would you really know? He knows. But would we really know what we need? And how can we know? So I'd like to pray this prayer together. I'd like you to try something with me. If you close your eyes. And truly open up a space for what God desires to give you and what you need to receive from him. I'd like you to pray with me now. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord God, I ask you to come into our hearts this day, each of us, that you might heal us, that you might bring the healing that we need. We ask this in your name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, please stand.